everything I know I learn from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Hey Dustin, when you blow your dick out, who's your idol? Sylvester Stallone. When I blow my dick out, I blow it out like a pro. Well, guess what? Your idol's got a brand new movie in the theater. It's called Expendables 3. I already blew my dick out to it. Great. Now we have nothing to watch. CG guns by my head. I'm going to pull the CG trigger. I'll pull it. I'll blow your head off. Ah! Just kidding. We're going to watch it. Yay. Hey guys, CBMFP, save for the podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Dustin. And today we are watching The Expendables 3. It's 126 minutes. It is PG-13. Lionsgate. It's total bullshit that it's PG-13. It is complete, utter, total bullshit. Patrick Hughes, he is the man behind the camera. He is the man calling the shots. And He's boy, the man not getting any of those back-end dividends. Because this movie is surrounded in turmoil. It is the third movie in, a, I guess, a trilogy of action-adventure movies that star 80s and 90s action stars, in case you guys were under a rock for any of these. You're just like, that sounds incredible. It does sound incredible. Um, just to give a brief history about these movies, when this movie, the first one came out, it was hot off of Rambo. Yeah. Just Rambo. And from me to you, from Dustin, we all agree Rambo was tremendous. It's still fucking fantastic. It it was one of the best action movies. It, action movies had hit such a drought, especially before the whole massive every year there was three comic book movies that kind of stole the yeah. action scene. This was a nod. It was almost like a handshake to the days of old, where just fucking action was in your and face. And it was rated R. And it was rated R. Which was radical. kind of a return to that, because they were like, well, these action movies don't make money, so we need PG-13, which means most people don't want to see them. And that's what happened, is people stopped, they didn't want to see them. Exactly, because you wanted that hardcore action. And I think the last of Rambo, I don't, was technically like Rambo 5, I guess, if we're counting. Yeah, I think... I'm probably wrong, but it was just Rambo. It was the one where the baby was thrown in the fire. The fucking mounted M60 cow just shredded that dude in half. Yeah, that was amazing. That that sniper rifle blew that dude's head off. The dude got his throat ripped out. This movie was hard as fuck. And you could say because of that did so well, it bought Stallone a lot of good faith like credit because then he was able to get Expendables. He was able to get Rocky. Yeah, you know, he and that, was like, "I'm gonna revisit all this shit, but I'm gonna do this new shit." Too. As corny as that last Rocky was, it still was pretty good. There was some great scenes yeah. in it. Like, I was very impressed with him and the scene between him and his son. There was just there was really great moments in it, and the idea of it was a kind of cool because what this sports legend versus this sports legend, like, it, you know, yeah, it was a very cool concept. Yeah, Jordan versus LeBron kind of thing, and you just have that like very cool story there. But regardless. Fast forward to now, we're watching Expendables 3. This is the third one, and this is, like Dustin said, PG-13. Dustin, is that the kiss of death for an action movie? I think so. It's, I think it was the kiss of death. Well, it was one it of was, the kiss. It was one of the of pecks death. on the fucking cheek for yeah. this thing. Uh, if it had a clean run, let's just put it that way. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't have a clean run, so we, we'll never know for sure. And basically, if you guys are unsure what he's talking about, this movie leaked on the internet like I want to say weeks ago now? two and a half, maybe even three weeks before yeah. its street date. 
And it was a DVD quality. It, wasn't it was a, a screener a rip. Cam. It no, was, it was yeah. not a camp. Somebody basically from behind the lines in the industry let this fucker out and basically, I don't want to say it sunk this movie, but it hurt it a bunch. Right now it's struggling. It should have been an easy first place because it's a, an right. action movie that's PG-13 that has a lot of interest in it in general. You know, but you get those young kids, the kids that have, you know, only got to see the first two on DVD or whatever. Exactly. And so everyone was really projecting this one to do gangbusters, especially with it having the largest cast, introducing new characters. The softest rating. Yeah, the softest rating. Uh, they toned down the violence and the language a lot. A lot. And it and it really shows. So we're going to jump right into it. In the beginning of Expendables 3, um, you have the crew. It's uh, Sly Stallone, Barney. You have Jason Statham, uh, Christmas. You have... Dolph Lundgren. Dolph on there. You got Mr. Uh, I'll punch your fucking ears till our cauliflower. Randy Couture, who's a bad mamma jamma. I think he punches his own ears. But. That's a very strong man. And you have Mr. Badass himself, Terry Crews, who is fucking awesome. They're all basically jumping this prison train. Yeah. Well, with the exception of Terry Crews. But. Oh, exception of Crews. No. Yeah. yeah. Is he there? I don't remember. Not, not in that first part. No. He's not there in the first part. He is there in the next major action scene. Basically, the boys are going to free Wesley Snipes. Yeah, and it's obvious that they're going to free Wesley Snipes. Yeah, they, he's, they go in there. They, they have this helicopter on there. There's some okay shooting parts. Um, the action is whatever. Yeah, it's real. I mean, it clearly indicates this is a PG-13 movie. That's right. what it told me. Because I remember the first did one. did not go hard. There's no heads popping. There's no this. No, there's no blood. There's no CG blood, which ran yeah. rampant in the first two. Where they like, just there's no blood, of, period. There, there's no blood, Everyone period. Just, like gets shot with and blanks falls and over. falls over. Yeah. So they free Wesley Snipes. He's awesome. He's got this awesome beard. He has this awesome fro. He's got this like Hannibal Lecter type mask on. They cut it free, and perfectly placed outside of his cell is the asshole that prison of. <laughs> it's this yeah, great oil like, painting type thing. Wesley looks at that know, almost like remind him. Yeah, just to you stare at him while we're transporting you, you to this. Why super they were transporting prison. him, I don't know. Why was he the only prisoner on there? I don't know. I don't. Know. You had that. You had. It seemed t- like they had a lot of artillery on there for one fucking. This dude. thing had um, anti-aircraft guns on it. It yeah. had like mounted machine guns on it. This thing, this was legit. This thing was ready for war. I know it's going in some war-torn countries, <laughs> moving some very you know valuable people, cargo, whatever. But this this. This train was ready to roll. And it goes, it went directly to the prison. It went inside the prison. It was almost like a child built a Lego set and just started throwing <laughs> cars into it. It's kind of lazy construction. You're it was like, very, it's stupid. How did you back this train up? You couldn't. It didn't pull, unless it pulls all the way through the prison. We never knew eh, because. We don't know. Once they free Wesley, he goes pretty much. He goes bonkers. He Let's say bonkers. He wants his uh, cup of revenge and he's not going to leave until he's had every last drop. And man, does he drink a lot because he, (laughs) as he just tears ass through this whole train, kicking, there's a couple of cool scenes he pulls off, uh, cool spots. Yeah. He gets a hold of the train. Or a stunt double. Or a stunt double. And he runs basically that train right into the prison with a big, grabs his dick and he's out. Yeah. And Blows the uh, whole fucking prison up. I don't know what was was on that train. I don't know. Slice alone shakes his head and he's just like, yep, crazy. Crazy, crazy yeah. sucker. Meanwhile, and, his teammates have never met him, so they're all just like, "This guy's mentally unhinged." Your boy's off his rocker. Yeah. And then we get the classic uh, Expendables awkward moments where we have to force all these characters to talk yeah. when they're not used to 
knowing each other. Well, being when they're in their own movies, they have the that line, right? You know? And then the people that can act around them drive the scene. But exactly. when you put all these people that are just used to shouting a one-liner, right? It sucks. It sucks every time. It's my least favorite part of all these movies. It's very stiff and it's yeah. very obvious. They go back to the airfield. You hope for a laugh. You, you're prey inside deep. No, they they go directly on the plane and then they go over to another mission. Surprise, surprise! Right, because they go to the air Force and they. Um, but they airfield. have a great joke because they ask him, "Why were you in prison?" Oh, he yeah. says tax evasion, <laughs> <laughs> which was hilarious. It's topical. It's the truth. And damn it, Wesley. I want to say for maybe the first five, 15 minutes of the movie, he kind of steals it. Yeah. He's very he does charismatic. That crazy eye. He's oh, awesome. That was, He's very that was awesome. Fun. And which presented the question, which I did to Dustin, was Wesley Snipe always awesome? Or have we not seen him for such a long time? We missed him. Or has he been humbled, like you said? Yeah, I got a feeling he was probably humbled by prison. From the inside? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he got off the... The marijuana that was kind of making him a, a real, hard, on, real like, hard to work with. Yeah, on Blade 3, where yeah. he was like, I just want to smoke reefer by my trailer all day. Heard stories. And I think maybe the humbling came around. Or we just, yeah. Or, or you got lucky. Maybe Sly Stallone was like, I know. What I got dialogue. a rapport with him. Yeah. I, I, I built these scenes just for you. Exactly. It, it does kind of seem like that. Yeah. So. And then as they're on the plane, there's a little foreshadowing because now they're hanging dog tags of the soldiers gone by. I don't remember if they did that in the first one. I don't remember that shit from either of them. I don't either. And I don't even know how they would recover them because all the planes get destroyed and all their I, fucking I can movies. only say there was a double of the tags. That's just me reaching. And they were very shiny and new. They were very shiny and new. And so. why would they have dog tags when they're not in the military? And maybe it's just to show that they were expendable. I don't know. Yeah. Does it make sense? I just yeah. went with it. I just shook my head like, yeah, sure, I'd believe that. They're sure, whatever. doing military type things. Fuck it. I, yeah. I'm all in. They supposedly work for the CIA. A lot of foreshadowing with that, saying, hey, man, those are the tags of brothers Brothers gone by. Yeah. And you're like, cool. And then they're off to their next mission. They're off to, on to the next one. Where they pick up Terry Crews, and they're, I don't know, they're to stop a arms dealer or whatever. Yeah, and this lo and guy, behold, it's... This guy has a bomb. He, yep. has, he has a bomb they want to pick up. And who's the heel? Who's the bad guy? It's Mel Gibson, of course, because we already knew that. It's Mel Gibson because we already knew that. He makes the movie. This is, I know Mel Gibson may have a black eye in the eyes of Hollywood and fans. Which is like, come on. How much more does he need to do to to show, hey, I'm sorry? Yeah. I mean, so many people in Hollywood have done so much worse, and they still don't. Just, they, they still can, have a career. They can walk down the street without having rotten fruit thrown at them. Yeah. And I'm not excusing anything he said. No. But it's by like, no if, means. if Michael Vick can... You know, have a dog fighting circuit. Animal abuse. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And then do his time and come back and be an NFL quarterback. Why the fuck can't Mel Gibson say he's sorry for saying some fucked up shit? And possibly maybe beating his wife. Who knows? Eh, I was a mistress. <laughs> and things happen. It doesn't matter. Because I'm not excusing any of it, but. Regardless, Mr. Passion of the Christ, Mad Max himself, steals this fucking movie he there is does. later he on reminds you why you fucking like Mel Gibson. Exactly. Later on, there's a monologue he does that he cuts a fucking promo on Sliced Alone that is so good. You're just like, oh shit, this may have been worth price of admission alone. Maybe. Yeah. 
So they get there. It is Mel Gibson, and Sly Stallone is beside himself because he thought that man, well, he Stone thought he Banks, him. was dead. Yeah, he thought he killed him by already. his hand. Correct, Dustin, because he was an original expendable he was he's got the ink he's got the raven on the skull very cool tattoo he's has it on his forearm i think it's cool it's kind of cool it's all right i don't know what more what what could have been cooler i don't know a cobra on a skull a raven wearing a skull that's that is cooler on fire if you would have said oh yeah for sure done that is but like a blue flame oh wow yeah totally and then the bird has guns that's what i would have like just little, just little fucking AK strapped to him. In the school, he's like, ah! <laughs> and the school has an American flag. Oh, of course. <laughs> and the other side it says, "Go, go USA." Oh, don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. Because I'm a bird and I fly. Because I'm a bird and I fly. Kaka, motherfucker, I'll shoot you. Kaka, kaka. I like it. Sly loses his shit. He sees Stonewall, aka Mr. Mad Max. <laughs> Mission's over. Oh yeah, because this was supposed to be a silent. Get in, get in, get out. It's like six on a hundred. A six on small army. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. Like there was a pretty big fucking army in that first. Yeah, and you're just like, what? What are you gonna do? So they scramble, try to get the shit out of there. They do, and you know, uh oh, fuck, shit hits the fan. Yeah, I mean, they get pretty far. They do. They make it out of there. Uh, Terry Crews uh, does a very cool spot where he runs like the rib boat that they were all in, and he. Oh yeah, he jumps it he on. He jumps it onto the flatbed they stole, and uh, what what was that, Dustin? Well, it, that uh, was a big black man in a boat, I think. Oh yeah, very when funny it hits, line. It, it yeah. chuckles, sliced alone, playing it cool because Strayham doesn't know what it is. I think I called him Strayham. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? Michael Strayham? <laughs> He's not in this. Um, it Statham doesn't know. Um, sure, Strayham. I'm going with that now. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they, they have their good little line. That's a stuff. great spot. And then the car where the uh, the truck does a head-on collision does that vicious flip and throws a motherfucker from the back. Yeah. That guy's dead. I want to say he died that <laughs> yeah. day. Great I, stuff. Yeah, and they yeah. were in another country, so they probably just were like, That guy probably worked leave. for like, like fucking peanut. waffles. <laughs> he was just like, these are he delicious. He was like, you have bottled water? Oh, my God. Can I get like half of one? Okay, so, no, you drink first. That's fine. I'm happy. My half's at the bottom. Fair enough. The guys, the guys, like you say, they rally, and then, lo and behold, Mel Gibson is in the air in his dirty bird, and he's like, he looks down, he sees Sly Stallone. He's like that motherfucker targets him perfectly, dude. But he, he's like, I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction of just going out like this. I could put you to sleep right now, motherfucker, but I won't. So what does he do, Dustin? He hits one of... I don't want to say he's a fan favorite, but I know he's your favorite and he's one of mine. Takes out Terry Crews. Takes him out. Shoots that. Shoots him to fuck up. Like, yeah. Takes his legs out. Take the big man's legs out. Broke my heart. Yeah, I mean, but I will go ahead and spoiler it, you know, but with any of That's these the thing. movies, if you they listen, just show up at the end anyways. Yeah, it's always... Like, you're a, never worried. It's always a get-together. You're basically, you're just... I guess you're just missing him in his big jacked arms because <laughs> he brought his arms with him. Well, he was funny though too. He had, like, yeah, like and he didn't break the scene, and it was funny. But he gets re- kind of replaced towards the he end. He kind of does. Uh, my favorite Terry Crews moment is in the very first one when he has that AA12 and he's running and he's shotgunning every motherfucker. Oh, that was amazing! I got a huge boner. I was like, that, that was, I was like sick because that, that shotgun man just does stole that. My heart, and, yeah, and he, wow, awesome. So they patch him up. 
It's off to the hospital, man. He, yeah. Oh, because we forgot to mention that Wesley Snipes is called Doctor Death because he used to be a medic, and then he which just started is convenient killing. Because and he's a big fan of knives. That's Christmas's gimmick. Um, so they have a big knife off. And yeah. Higher fucking. Who's time. got the sharper knife, ladies? Ladies. Yeah. Ladies, fellas too. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> getting poked. Ugh. Yeah. So you're like, man, what? A character dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have two knife guys. So uh, Barney, they get back, and Barney's like, "Fuck it, we're done." Like, well, well you shot. guys are done. Mm-hmm. I'm, and he fires them. He fires the Expendables. What? It's gonna go get younger people. Really, kind of bothered me at this part because because I, he's still old. He's still <laughs> old, but you know what? This is his cross to bear, and I accepted that. I yeah. understood that. I was like, you know what? This is yours to finish. This is a man. Now you're bringing up laundry that doesn't involve these guys. And one, you almost lost a buddy, and he knows that he could have fucking iced that bitch. Yeah, he so knows he, that he did that to fuck with him. Exactly. He's to like show him like he you could feel this loss at any time. Exactly. So he's like, you know what? That sucked. I know Mel Gibson. I know the Stonewall character. He's a he's a bad motherfucker. I can't put my boys. This is kind of my family, and that's kind of the theme of this movie is family oh, yeah, for sure. So he's like, I can't put my family in danger. We're done. No one said I'm getting too old for this shit. I was a little butt hurt, but they gotta say that if they can get Mr. Glover, Glover in. Mr. Glover, yes, I can't sweating this much, Mr. Glover. Man, get out of my go. eye line! You motherfucker, you're my eye line. Have we told the our, our Danny Glover story? I'm pretty sure we've. I don't know. I feel like I've told it a million times in my life. We'll skip it. We'll just just go through other CVMFPs, and that, uh, we, that just, we blue-balled you. <laughs> no, nah, nah, fuck it. We'll just, go ahead. So he was on the shooter, and I heard this from a, a guy that was on the shooter. And uh, they were doing a reshoot, and he was kind of pissed that he was there. And this, you know, just this crew, crew member. Yeah. You know, guy running cable. Because when you shoot movies, there's a bunch of people around you pretty much almost yeah, in a just, circle, depending on where we're shooting, how we're shooting. Yeah, like on the circling around the yeah there's the just people waiting to do their job and uh this one gentleman got in front of uh, danny glover's eye line and he found that very distracting and decided to uh, belittle the man and it this is kind be of before that... everyone's phone could record shit and you'd right. be embarrassed on the internet like uh, christian bale um or maybe someone missed the opportunity yeah <laughs> where's my phone <laughs> and so yeah he just went off on this guy for being in his eye line so now every time anyone brings up Danny Glover. I just think we, sweating and yeah, yelling. Yeah, we just think that. So. Yeah. We just think, bad. get out of get out of your island. That's here, neither here nor there. And it isn't because Danny Glover's not in this movie. <laughs> Don't go looking for him. Check out Predator 2 instead. But you know who is? Harrison Ford. Mr. Millennium Falcon himself. Yeah, he shows up and he's like, hey, you got another opportunity, you fucking fuck. You got 36 hours or... Oh, no, he says, I'll find him again. Right. And, uh, you know, get your get your team ready. Harrison Ford literally tries to pull his dick out in this very first scene. He is in Sly's face. He's like, we did this, you piece of shit. You couldn't pull the trigger on him. It's very much old man Harrison Ford. Yeah. He seems crotchety. He seems upset that he's out in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) He's very pissed that he has to have pants on, and he's not just wearing some uh, some khaki shorts. Breathing boxers. (laughs) 
<laughs> that he's trying to pass off for fucking swim trunks, but they're clearly boxers. No, they're swim trunks. There's some there's some mesh in here. Sure, your balls are going past the fucking six inch pants seam, you dick. Well, have old man balls. That would be happening regardless. He just has them tied around above his knee. His balls. Oh, boxer briefs, asshole. Fruit of the loo, they got the ones that don't ride up your leg. Try those. He, he's he, keep that. He's shit real gassy from the tuna and egg sandwich he just had before he said action. Clarissa. Clarissa, how much egg did you put in this? Two? I'm going to be shitting and farting all night. Six eggs, honey, <laughs> just like you like them. Oh, well, she does love me. Oh, she does. She she's does. trying to fucking kill me. I mean, I killed her career. It's only fair. Oh. oh, man. <laughs> no, he did. Minnie donged her. Her career was over in Hollywood. I, which is great because I hated her. I know. I'm not complaining either. She's Allie McBill, right? Yeah. Uh, does she ever yeah. do anything? No, else? he Michael Douglas her career. Just like <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh wow, she had great knockers. Remember her? Yeah, no, she was great. It's too She's bad. had like two movies since then and they saw And one of them was a T Mobile commercial. <laughs> oh yeah, she's good then. Don't so, eat her vagina though, you'll get jaw cancer. Hey man. To her formal hu- former husband. Order up. Ding ding. I'd run the risk. Fuck it. Why are we talking about this shit? I don't know. Oh, we brought up Harrison Ford. So, so yeah, now, he's like, get a team together. Because we're, you know what? We're going to find out where he is. And then guess where he is, Dustin? Cause In the same place they left him. His character development, uh, Mel Gibson being the bad guy, is he loves art. Yeah. He loves art. He loves all kinds of art. He'll pay three. Even though he thinks it's shit. He'll pay $3 million for shit because he understands what art means to people. Yeah. I think. I assume. I don't know. There's don't really know. nothing for him he to had, do. Uh, Cain and Abel that they show later on. I was like, he wouldn't. He doesn't own that. That's a no. museum. I think it was just a front for the weapons deal. Because <laughs> he's just really big into art. He's just like, this is just my side job. But no, they were transporting the uh, the because there was like a javelin rocket launcher, and they transported it through these those art crates. Oh yeah. Well yeah. That's. What, I think that was the ruse. That's the. That's a total James Bond gimmick. Every arms dealer is an art dealer. Yeah, this guy is basically, if in case you guys are wondering what does Mel Gibson do, he's a weapons dealer. Yeah. He deals... And he goes under a different name, and then... That's why Harrison Ford's team lost track of him. Yeah, because they were like, ah, we didn't know it was this guy. And Stallone was like, well, you didn't tell me it was this guy. It was that guy, Stallone. It was one of your ex-expendable buddies. So, like you said, it's okay. It's his cross to bear. We believe sure. that. We buy that. But then he goes and gets a younger team together. Right. And he travels the fucking world with Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer knows the dirt. Here's the thing that kind of... He takes resumes, apparently, for this shit. Uh, very, I don't know if that was a gag, but I think it was probably just Kelsey improv I was like, this ain't Frazier. You play it straight, buddy. He was actually okay. I didn't. I wasn't bothered by him. Uh, I, I thought I, I would be bothered because I was like, "Why the fuck is Kelsey Grammer in this movie?" But he did a good job. He's, he's basically Kelsey the Grammer. talent agent. He's a scout. He's like, "Hey man, these this guy's in this country. This guy's in this part." What I didn't really get was why they had to travel. Was there like a them? Twitter feed when Terry Crews got sniped? Because Kelsey Grammer already knew. He was like, "Was he checking medical records at hospitals for when bad motherfuckers go into the hospital?" And would Terry Crews use his real name in the movie? You know, I don't know. No, he wouldn't. Because you're like you're black ops, basically. You're, yeah, and he the wouldn't government have been hires in a normal. You. Wouldn't he be like hospital either? Wouldn't he be like in a a pseudo like I military run that, hospital, or wouldn't he be in like? Well, it was the same thing when Schwarzenegger just showed up too. 
You know, Caesar. it's just like Caesar. Terry Crews' yeah. name in the movie Caesar. Caesar. If you haven't noticed, we're bouncing back and forth with their character names. Who gives names a fuck? Their real Who names. cares about their character names? The character names all suck. His name's Caesar. Come on. Hey, it's cool. Terry Crews is a much better name. Terry Crews rules. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just that network. You know, you're all doing the yeah. same work, so you kind of just connect. You're like, oh, I heard so and so. And I understand blah, blah, blah. the timeline of the action movie. We don't have time to sit there and let all this process, this information process. Yeah. And fuck it. I will say, if this had been an R, I think it would have been the best of the three, because the story was pretty. It was pretty okay. Yeah, like it was, it was it, okay. You know, it there wasn't. Um, I don't know, philosophical, like the first two were. No, I feel Stallone. It, it wasn't just, shoved so much in your face. Yeah. Like you kind of have to look for it. There wasn't a lot of like weird exposition, and there wasn't a lot of like. <laughs> well, there was still weird exposition. There was some weird, just different. <laughs> you didn't deal with some of the like they weren't trying to really worry about growing the characters. You're like, oh no, here, they figured out. We here's just Jason need Statham for all of you. Life, he can't hold a relationship because he's off cruising the world killing people. We get he it. He could die at any moment. And here's the thing, you're bad motherfuckers. I don't care what you do in your free time. I hope it's no. just banging hookers, doing drugs, and just shooting <laughs> guns. That's all I care about. Well, that's what Dolph does, and that's awesome. That's all I want to see. That's he all just I want to know. Drinks and shoots. That's it. Like tell him, hey, easy on the drink. He don't give a fuck. No, he doesn't. Because he has this little gas can flask that he always rocks. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was actually cool. If I was a big alcoholic, I would use that. Yeah. So they go on the talent scouting thing, and it's honestly probably the worst part of the movie because they go all over the world. They go in the world, and they use weird cars that don't have the right location place. They go to Arizona, and they're clearly using... A British car. A British-branded car, or at least a European-branded car, and they have a European license plate. I think the first guy... Clearly have this. The first guy they go to get is uh, an actor named Glenn Powell. His name's Thorne. He's a worthless in the entire computer movie. nerd rock climber. He didn't shoot anything. He didn't do dick, but fucking suck. Yeah, he, at one that point he—that's what he did. At one point, he climbs an elevator shaft while everyone else is clearing out a building. Yeah. of a small arm. It might have been in his contract not to be near a firearm. But regardless, oh, before you go too far, uh, before when he meets Kelsey Grammer, he goes to Las Vegas, and there's a cool parking lot street fight thing. And they're yeah. all betting, like Lionheart with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Maybe oh, that was a nod to him for being the bad guy in the sequel, or the maybe. second one. Awesome. Would have been only cooler if they had had him there just doing that Because Jean-Claude does kind of rule. Yeah. JVCD, awesome movie. And then it's off to Thorn. You find him. He sucks balls. He does this real heavy CG parachute off a cliff because he tries to jump for a cliff rock. Well, yeah, he, he wants it. the adrenaline rush of free climbing a a cliff but then he has a parachute and i was like well that's not free climbing and then he loves the practicality of computers oh yeah ones and zeros just speak to him dustin yeah he's useless and then they go is that when they get Rhonda? they go get uh mr <laughs> mrs future <laughs> the mrs. future the future mrs kevin Beckham. <laughs> Rhonda rousey you she, wish she'd arm bar you in a that's, minute if my arm bars my wang she sure will she'll break that off too whatever man as long as we all just uh, you know make it <laughs> <laughs> she's the bouncer uh real she at a club real sexy dress kind she's of a wearing. patrick swayze nod i guess was it you thought that you thought bouncer Ro- you thought roadhouse yeah, a little bit. I did. Anytime you have a bouncer just beating everyone's ass and walking away, I think Roadhouse. That's true. This this is a. I didn't think this was a rugged bar where the bouncer would just. No, where, where were they? Up. I think that was supposed to be 
Vegas as well or something? I don't know, I don't because know. they go get the first guy in Wyoming. It seems like they do a lot of backtracking. They, they're all over the country, man. Why didn't they just say, hey, come fucking here and he'll check you out? Why do we have to see all of them in their element doing something? Because we get to see Sliced Alone and Kelsey Grammer in about 25 different costume changes. Oh my God, Stallone's coats were. I mean, they Grammer, you don't better. even notice, but no, I don't were, think Kelsey Grammer had costume. I think terrible. he just wore shit from home. <laughs> now nah, he dresses up nice. Oh, well, good for him. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, he was dressed down a lot. He looked like he was going fishing at a drop of a hat because he had a fishing hat on. Where did they get Victor Ortiz from? Some U.S. military thing. That's right. He had the smart weapons. His name's Mars. Yeah, which made no sense. He's already in the military. It's like, you're enlisted, bro. You're I don't at- think they give you time off to go do <laughs> black ops shit. <laughs> that's not, and I, and that's not sanctions you, by the government. Yeah, and they don't let you take the, the weapons that you're a fucking weapon head for. Basically, Victor Ortiz, Mars, he has future weapons from the show. He's yeah. just like, hey, look, this shit can... Shoot rounds. It can pierce. The round can pierce and then detonate. They don't use it once. They just use the no, stupid ass shit where the, the. I don't know if you guys have seen it where the rifle can hinge and look around the corner. That's the only one they did. Yeah. And then they use and it's like a, it shoots two fucking jabronis and you're like fuck. Yeah, but the weapon he demos to get the job is like that's it. That is he insane. just demos it. So and like, the CG was so bad on the explosion, you're like, oh, well, that would have been... They wouldn't let the you real... use that caliber of a weapon in that kind of rounds and the, that kind of shooting range. It, that shooting range wasn't very big, and he was on a military base. And all they did is plug their ears, too. Yeah, it was like, I was, it's real cornball. It's real just like, ah, fuck this guy. Yeah, and then they pick up their last douchebag who... I don't know if they he was actually taller than Stallone. He's the Killian Lutz guy. I guess his name's Smiley in the movie. You don't know that because no one <laughs> says his name. You don't know that until the very fucking last scene where someone... Luna, Ronda Rousey, goes, Hey, Smiley, God, get over here. fucking name, Luna. Yeah. And then they had to tell me that meant Moon. I live in Southern California. I knew what the fuck it meant. I've seen Sailor Moon. I already fucking knew that. Boom. Sailor Moon. Always relevant. Yeah. So, we got one more guy to get, Dustin. Smiley. No. One more. Well, they don't get that guy. They do get him, but they don't get him. We're not gonna talk about Smiley at all. How he takes a dive, and that's what gets him. All on right. The team. So Smiley's in. Like, he's he's, he's in Mexico, as, like the new leader. But it never really goes that way. The story wants no. to push it that way, but it wants to. Somewhere that. along the line, everyone stops giving a shit about pushing that angle. He he's in this like pit fucking um, pit fighter. Remember that video game, Pit Fighter? He's in this pit fighter thing. Yeah. It's in Mexico. It, Everyone's it like getting... a little nod to Rambo in a way too. Um, I don't know what it was nodding. It was stupid. It sucked. All it's, right, yeah, let's just move on. It's they got to get the last guy. Well, you got to tell him he takes the dive. So Stallone's like, yeah, this guy got his ass beat. Stallone's like, oh well, you know, I think he took a dive, and I think he got something. Is it, you're just crafty. You just hustle money. Yeah. You didn't tell me you're like, a leader or you something badass. My, you wasted my time, and then he's like, no, you didn't. And then he just shows up, and I was like, that's how you guys sealed the deal in that one. Yeah. Because at first, I thought he said, you did waste your time. And then he just shows up. He could ride a mean motorcycle. So we, so we assume because he... Because he I saw him on a motorcycle. And he almost falls off. His character development, everyone, was being on a motorcycle. It I'm was. sorry you got me dirt bike. Ugh. I don't know how many CCs it was. It looked really fast. <laughs> so he's the last guy they pick up. One more guy. One more guy. One more guy. One more guy. It's Galgo. 
It's Antonio Banderas, everyone, who does some parkour in this weird construction place where he's not really working. That was the Arizona scene, yeah. Yeah, he does parkour. That was actually in Europe. Down, like, I don't know what. I I don't even think they were building that building because it looked a fucking bandit. Well, it looks like they're renovating it, maybe. Like, It looks like they're destroying it. He goes down, like, 20, I don't know, 50 feet? That's like 50 feet foot drop. He does these parkour flips and shit. You're like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. We were like, oh, who's this other new kid? But which is going, which really doesn't make no sense. You're not going to hire him off his parkour skills because in the beginning on the dock scene, the very first action scene, when you meet Mel Gibson, Wesley Snipes does that exact same shit. Yeah. He's all over that thing. What the fucking incredible? Whoever's actually doing that? He is like a fucking squirrel on a cupcake. He's all over the place. You're like, wow, this is, you, you don't need that. Checkbox. Parkour guy so, covered. Turns out they're like, oh, we don't want this old man. He's been given fake names and shit. Yeah, he's been trying to be part of some sort of black ops team for a long time because Kelsey Grammer gets the mo- the monster requests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he followed me on LinkedIn. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, so they, they give him the, the poo-poo. They're like, no, you're Balls, not. Balls, suck him. Yeah. We'll see you in the later half of the movie. What? All right, so now we got a new team of Expendables, Dustin. They go do the job. Not before they do the job. The old Expendables show up. Oh, like, yeah, total just like pissing contest. Yeah. Who's Real the, awkward. Hey, you going to take these J-Brones out there and get their ass kicked? And he's like, well, we're the best. You're an old man. You could go to hell. Well, you could fucking get the fucking vagina. You're a whippersnapper. You're old. You're a whippersnapper. That's the equivalent of what they say. Pretty much. It does set up for a great joke later on with Dolph Lundgren, though. Yes. But I won't spoil that. Just because there's no way you can recapture that fucking magic. So we're off. We're off to go pretty Somewhere much. Somewhere in fucking Europe. We're going to go intercept a deal with Eastern Gibson. Europe. Yeah. Mel Gibson's going to pull a deal. And you know what? Stallone's idea is like, here's the plan. New expendable light juniors. We're going to go in there. Expend Expendikids. Expend the kids. We're going to go in there. Scotty Young drops the covers. We're going to go in there and we're going to kick the door in and just go balls the fuck out. And you're like, that's awesome. Let's do that. Yeah. And they're like, uh, what? We're just going to do mindless murder. What is it, Stallone 1985? <laughs> and you're like, what? What the fuck? Why did you say that? And then they drop this real bullshit cockney story where computers save the day i'm gonna go in there and cut the security all his plan was was just to override the security though and i'm gonna control the doors and i'm gonna keep him trapped and go and then boosh 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 yeah so that basically happens it happens i'm just gonna like that part kind of sucked it happens and they capture mel gibson it happens and they they capture mel gibson and then for some reason when they're transporting mel gibson the uh smiley who doesn't smile by the way mr smiley yeah I, i hate names of that are supposed to be ironic. And uh, he takes the tape off of Mel Gibson. And the minute he does that, before Mel Gibson can even breathe out of his mouth, Stallone is just punches him. Punches the fuck out of yeah. him. I think that punch would have knocked me out, maybe killed me. Yeah, but Mel Gibson, he's like, I hit myself harder than that yeah. just to get to sleep at night. And then Mel Gibson proceeds to cut the best promo, monologue, whatever you want to call oh, it, yeah. on Sliced Alone. And I only say promo, monologue, because everyone on that van shuts the fuck up and lets him oh, talk. For sure. Stallone doesn't even interrupt. Dude, Mel, <laughs> Mel Gibson basically fucking gets real on Sly, slaps the fucking, the fucking expended kids around a little bit verbally. Oh, yeah. He puts them in their place. Oh, man. Quick. 
it's such a great scene. And like Dustin said, this is why you liked Mel Gibson. It's because it, it's it's perfect. It's flawless. Like you can understand Very well done. why they didn't add anything else to that scene because he's just like we're done. Like he's like ah, I got you hundred hundred percent. He shines. He shines yeah. in that whole scene. He's he, a great heel. He basically puts the story together. And you're and you're right. He is a great bad guy. There's a scene where you're looking through his file and seeing all that because basically he, they're going to pull his him up. File on, was bullshit. Uh, they're they're going to pull him up on war crime, so everyone knows he's fucked. Like you said, you don't beat a war crime. You're fucked. Yeah, and they were like, he's going to get off on a technicality. I was like, no, he's not. It's a war crime. You basically go. They do a public trial and kill you. That's how all war crime. I don't. War I don't know too out. many people that got off on it. But then again, I'm not well versed on it. Not without making a deal that cost a couple other people their life. But being the expended kids and being running on just passion and hate fumes like Sly does, they fuck up and they leave the GPS watch tracker on Mel Gibson. Because their computer whiz is an idiot. Computer whiz is an idiot. Mel Gibson is a G and he has that shit backed up. He knows. Yeah. So here's another thing. It's not his first rodeo. It's not. And here's another thing I noticed, Dustin, in this movie. This movie... Being an action movie was rampant with RPG-7 VUs. It's a rocket launcher. Every sea sucker, if there was a group of more than five bad guys, someone had one on his shoulder. Well, that's that's to get the easy explosion, though. Very easy Instead explosion. Instead of doing the, the Michael Bay route where you just, and anything that you look at explodes. So. Two true. things bumped each other. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Friction. Boom. Yeah. Instead, they were like, uh, we're going to at least shoot an RPG. And it fucking flips the van that they're being um, he's being transported in. Because it's like a real low-key van they're trying to blend in. Yeah, yeah. I get it. With a fucking cutaway floor, though. Well, because Mel Gibson... Where the hell did he get that with only 36 hours? I don't know. Well, he has connections, dude. He has a yeah, he has the Expendables still. Aviation School or whatever the fuck he runs, the hangar base. <laughs> yeah. So the, the fucking shit hits the fan. Is this this is this the scene where the rocket hits him and goes flying? Or no? Yeah, no, no, that yeah, the okay. scene on the bridge because then the they hit the van with a, a RPG. Yeah, the van starts to slide. Stallone and Gibson fall out. Mm-hmm. The Spendable kids are still just knocked out, and the real right. pussies—they're all knocked out, <laughs> real soft. <laughs> yeah, and so um, just as Stallone's about to fucking gat gibson because he's like oh fuck this i was told to bring you in alive but i'm just i hate kill you. you and fuck it yeah uh then they shoot another rpg and then he fucking just like flies off of this huge bridge and we're just like that stunt man's dead he's dead if that was a stunt man because <laughs> he lands in like a, a not a very deep riverbed that no. is full of fucking rocks like, i'd like to think that was them. two shots because I hope so. If that was a died. if that was a literal stunt man, it wasn't some sort of like CG mannequin dummy CG because it looked very seamless. I mean, CG is great nowadays. I don't think a lot of great CG was in this movie. It was a lot of bad <laughs> no, CG. Yeah, it was kind of a step down from the first two. And that's the fun part. You guys can find your own bad CG spots. That guy's dead. That movie must have shut production for at least two days because that the way he no, flew. No, he just moved out of the country. <laughs> Okay. Keep it moving. We're you off to Paraguay. You don't tell the actors. You're just like, no, no, he's fine. No, he's, he's fine. Cool. He's fine. It's yeah, a nice no, shot. No. You just don't have him on set. Your head he's can't done. twist like that. Yeah. No, he's, he's good. We had nets down there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe a guy wearing a Brooklyn's Nets hat. That's about it. So Stallone's washed up on the... He hits his head. He hits, yeah, the classic. classic I found I'm a way in, to hit my waters. head. On a, like, it, it's dumb. It looks like he throws his head into a rock. I would have too, just to get out of this movie. 
hits his head. Washes up. Some J-Bros find him. They're like, hey, yeah. dude, what is this guy Gibson doing? Gibson keeps the expendables, uh, expendicids alive. Right, because he he's knows. He's like, I need them. He'll, he knows, he knows Barney ain't Barney dead, yeah. and Barney will be back for these assholes. Yeah. So these fucking uh, uh, douchebags, I guess, find Stallone uh, washed up. Right before he makes the celly cell call, like, hey, boss, we found him. What's <laughs> the our pistol bo- he has on his back all the time that's very obvious Pulls out and is very okay, and he just shoots the shit out of him. Yeah, I do like that. I do like that rapid fire cowboy fucking snatch this fucking six shooter and shoot these fucks up. I always like that. I like that in the first movie. I liked it in the second movie. Eh, it's cool. Yeah, he's he uses it a lot in this one, which is yeah, is fine. It's not like a super move like in the other ones where he was just banking on that fucker. Uh, so then uh, Gibson gives him forty eight hours because he gets back to his plane. Schwarzenegger's there. Because Schwarzenegger just fucking hangs out in this movie. I think Schwarzenegger is literally... He just delivers every line he's ever said before. Yeah. That's all he's there for, is just to deliver cheap pops from his other movies. Yeah. And he's like, this video came in for you somehow. We're not going to question that. You don't know technology. I don't know technology. Uh, and I'm saying this in the context of Stallone and Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Their laptops but are, this video showed Laptops up. are scary. This is how this one works. And it's a video with Mel Gibson. He's like, hey, Sly... Eat yeah. a dick. Oh, total just like arrogant asshole. Eat like, a dick. Ooh. I got your fucking expended kids. Um, yeah, come and get him, bitch. I want you to come and get him. I 48 think, hours, I kill him. And I think you're a bitch. Later, bitch. So what does he do? He has 48 hours. He's in the country. They're being held. I got to go home and fix my plane. He goes home and fixes his fucking plane to gear up for a one man. And that's the other thing. He just goes back to gear up. To do a one-man mission. He can't do a one-man mission. There's too much at stake. Yeah. Well, Antonio Barrett... already said he was crazy. Yeah. Stupid. You're stupid for this body. You're stupid for this body. (laughs) God. (laughs) Eh, It's not so good. Not so good. He goes back. Antonio Banderas is there. We have a, a... It felt like 15 minutes of him talking. Here's the thing. And he's like the most annoying character Antonio Banderas... How did you know where Barney sets up shop? Oh, he said that he, people talk. People talk. What? And he got got the info somehow. Real stupid. So he shows up, and we are pretty much left to, like Dustin said, Antonio Banderas. Yeah, they kind of develop his character a little bit. By rambling. Yeah. And when basically one scene that happens later on would have fixed everything for three minutes. Yeah. So you listen to this fucking shtick that sucks... All kinds of balls. They get ready. They're taking off. Wait a minute, dude. Uh, who's in the runway? You can't leave without your broskies. You got yourself into this mess. We're the only ones crazy enough to get you out. Fist bump. Thank you, Strayham. <laughs> get out of here. That's Michael Strayham. <laughs> you're going to really confuse people. They'll think he's in the movie. I went to no. see Expendables 3 for Michael Strayham. That's the fucking lie to me. He's in New York with Kelly. Ripper. Yeah. <laughs> Rip her a new one. So basically, uh, not J- really. She's gross. J- Whoa. <laughs> Jason Statham straight hand is fucking. He brings Dolph and fucking. Just brings a reg- regular crew. Yeah. Randy Corteur, who only shows up in the beginning and the end of the movie. Middle. He's there. Uh, climax. Yeah, he showed up a couple times in the middle just to be like, Am I still fired? <laughs> I am. Okay. So <clears throat> they're off. To go fuck shit up. Yeah. They finally expend the kids in this... Conveniently abandoned building. Kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 
But so Mel Gibson controls the army for the country. Before then, while Mel Gibson was cutting another promo on the Expendicates as they were tied up, this man, when he speaks, you kind of listen. He's he's pretty much the Paul Heyman of this movie. He cuts the promo, and the best part is, is I brought this up to Dustin, and no one interrupts him. Yeah. Again, I thought I thought Smiley or one of these other fucks might oh, have yeah. mouthed I mean, off. Well, especially since they'd already built it into all four of the, the expended kids character to be mouthy. Right. Because they're all like, they, I mean, they're just like young action stars, essentially. So they, mm-hmm. they're just one-liners ready to They're just explode. getting their stick fucking ready. Yeah. But no, they all just, it's like when Mel Gibson's on the screen, they just let Mel Gibson be on the screen. That was probably the, the, the best, best part because of it. Yeah. So now we have the expended kids. They're all tied up. Barney and the boys are ready to move in. They get there building seems un unsavory yeah it's so this, clear that it just seems it's uh, quiet too quiet yeah no totally. one no one says that because then i would probably have thrown up and, i mean practically they say it without saying it yeah so they go in there mel they, gibson cuts another promo on a tv screen he does yeah this guy's full of promos he's like i rigged the building with c4 balls in your mouth he was like you know it takes an average man kind of hinting at their age mm-hmm. he's like 90 seconds to get out of there i'll give you 45 Suck half it. of the time they spend the entire time arguing while the computer whiz figures out a real bullshit way to jam the signal right because apparently earlier in the scene the computer whiz had basically i don't know if you ever played fallout dustin but he had like a pit boy on his arm yeah no, no. and he Dolph was kind of like, oh, man, I want a Pip-Boy, too. The one character that wouldn't have this because <laughs> yeah. he just shoots things and drinks shit, Yeah, he has it on there. And conveniently so this guy can use it. Conveniently so this guy can use it. And what does he do with the Pip-Boy? He jams the C4 signal. But only for as long as the battery lasts, and Dolph didn't charge it. Because Dolph only uses it to check the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great... I was trying not to say that line for him, but it is such a fucking hilarious line. It's pretty funny. His, it, It's not a great <laughs> his line. his demeanor. His delivery his, was yeah. like exquisite. You were, yeah. It was almost more like, I use it to check the weather, fuck off. He says it like that <laughs> without saying it. I just it. use it to check the weather. Why do I got to keep this charged? Exactly. It was really... It, that was. That I don't was even know if that funny. thing could check the weather. I don't know what I that... I mean, th- it could jam a signal for C4. Maybe it can. I don't know what that thing was, Dustin. I don't either. They it, never bothered to explain it. It looked very made up. I know they have, like, the little thinner flip ones. Like, I mean, I've seen it where it goes, like, into their... It goes into, like, their uniform and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen one that elaborate and stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, it just, no, it was real big, bulky, and... It was very... I hate to say it was very movie prop It looked like a GPS that someone just... Taped shit around. It looked like someone took a tablet and added 20 pounds to it and then stuck it on someone's <laughs> wrist. It was terrible. Only not that big. Okay, maybe a phone like... phonelet? No, how about that, uh, the Galaxy Note? Yeah. Real big. That's what I was saying, the phonelet or whatever. Is that, a, is that the proper Flat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. The phone tablet hybrid. Right, shit. it looked like one of those if everyone's sick of that <laughs> being brought They're up just like, right we now. got it! <laughs> We fucking got it, guys. It Move sucked on. balls. He's wearing it. It's convenient. Move on. <laughs> Story. So then the finale begins, and that I mean I don't think we need to talk about. The no, there's there's typical. a bunch of shooting. 
stuff and everyone kind of gets their own little pop of a scene except for the computer good. nerd what has to climb up an air duct that was his elevator thing shaft. he got to climb up the shaft and that it sucked it. he's clearly on a fucking cable of course and he's making jumps and there's no tension there i'm like i don't give a fuck because he's got to get to the he top dies i don't care i'm not even sure why he had to get to the top i'm not sure why he couldn't just have a gun and do work like everyone else. I'm not sure why the signal wasn't jammed in the elevator shaft. Like, it wasn't getting a true signal. Because if it was an old building, it probably was layered with all oh, kinds yeah, of no, lead would It would have been dead. It would have unblocked, and it would have all blown up the minute he got in there. Yeah, but whatever. There's a couple of mentions. And actually, I don't even know how they would jam, because that entire building was just cement foundation. That thing was rigged to basically implode. Yeah. Like, it dropped like a fucking old Vegas casino or something. Yeah. The part there's 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 okay parts in here. There's no real action scene where you're like, oh god damn! Like there's not no, a scene where you yeah. pop like. Even it's though kind of cool stuff. Rhonda kind of has the best scenes, I think. She has a very cool like hand to hand scene in this Grapp- like, all the grappling and shit. Yeah, and this like fucking big open area, and Antonio Banderas is kind of shows up in that area, and when he's not talking and doing action. I don't know if you guys remember his Desperado days. He's very fluid. He's like Dustin said, he's very good with gunplay. Yeah. Like he got to start with it and he like has a scene where, and I turned to Kevin and was like that's totally Desperado. Yeah, it was it like, was very was very cool. Desperado. He's he's I don't want to say he's probably one of the best, but he his demeanor, it worked, it looked great. He was, he was a great addition cuz some of those so. guys they're not really great at the gunplay. They were a bit good at the like the stern faces and holding the gun mm-hmm. and screaming and stuff, but he's actually good at moving around with a gun and making it look cool. Well, before this finale goes too far, Dustin, don't forget Mr. Harrison Ford himself. I just broke my oh, leg yeah, on Star Wars Seven. Has to pick shows him up. up with uh, Arnold again with and Arnold. Who he and Jet Li, Mister Mister Jet Li, Mister Wushu himself. And Jet Li's English seems to have gotten worse. I they gave him. Uh, maybe six lines yeah and they were all incredibly difficult to understand like i was like what the fuck dude i've heard you speak english before and this is do you just not give a fuck anymore you're just like i I showed up for this cameo eat a dick he kind of stands there and maybe shoots i think does he shoot a gun i thought he maybe schwarzenegger looks like shit too his little (laughs) hair dye job and his stupid beard and his hawaiian shirts he just he looks like will sasso Oh, like he, Will Sasso used to play him on Mad TV, and now he looks like now he the plays way Will Sasso. Will, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Expendables three. There you go. Will Sasso is actually his stunt double. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. Well, they reach the finale. Asses are kicked. Cool, over the top stunts happen, but not so really. Where do you go? It's time to go home. Go to the bar. Gotta go to the bar. We gotta. And we have our awkward fucking Expendables closing, where everyone's hanging out, just fist bumping, half hugging, drinking shots, one liners, one liners, two funny moments, fucking three liners. It's oh, all yeah. there. We get to see people that made it from the finale, just rubbing. Oh, we get everyone makes it. Everyone, everyone, except makes for it. the bad guys. Damn, that's how it always works. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. So that's Expendables three, everybody. Dustin, what did what did you think? I mean, we kind of went through the movie, kind of broke it down a little bit. We mentioned the whole family thing of like, hey, there's it was a good theme. Yeah. The the theme worked. There was a, the underlying story. 
it does suffer from the problem of having too many people in there. There's no oh, story yeah. to, there's no character growth. But that's kind of okay because it kept it from being like Expendables 1 and 2 where they spent too much time shove it that. in your mouth and you're just like, I don't give a fuck. And here's the thing that kind of drove me mad in this. There is, the action to me was very sparse. It was, yeah, it was way sparse and it just, it's like you said before, it never pops. No. Like th- it suffers from being PG-13. It does. And it feels weird. It feels like there's possibly another cut of this that exists. I can only pray and hope to recoup the money that this may have lost that they do like an unrated version. Well, what we were saying is when that, when this cut leaked online, the the theater cut, when it was like, oh, here you go, internet, ha ha ha, Uh, why the fuck they didn't go back and be like, all right, we're doing an R cut now too. Yeah, that's what I would have done. just release both at the same time. To beat the punch. I mean, you didn't... Or hell, they should have just done that in the first place, release an R and a PG-13 side by side. I don't know. You pick. Maybe some markets could take that, but I don't know if you can afford to put that many screens up. You know what I mean? Well, for sure, but that's why you just like let people have an option, like theaters have an option. Do you want the R cut too or not? You know, whatever. Yeah, because you had like about three weeks. I would have just gone back and been like, this is R whatever we have to fucking do something because yeah give people a reason to go see it instead yeah. they were just like we're gonna sue yeah <laughs> that's, that's it and you're just, not gonna ever recoup the cost of or the loss that you sustained that's fine too but i just think it hurts the movie overall because this could just be a fun silly action movie that that's okay it can be those things those movies are fun to do and it's when they say the um, expended kids go what is this, 1985? I want it to be that. Just shoot. They don't shoot the fuck out of anything. I know. That was the point of the first two. I just want to so, have ridiculous fun. I just want to yeah. be like, man, look at this. This is over-the-top bonkers. You have some of my favorite action stars. Sure, they got a little more gray in their hair, but, man, they can still fucking blow shit up and kick ass. You know what I mean? Like, that never really rang true. No, for sure. I think there's things that are better about this one. Like, Mel Gibson is the best villain they've had. Exactly. Like, hands down. Like, the first movie... I don't even remember the villain. Uh, it was uh, fucking Eric Roberts. Oh, okay. Oh, and that's he right. Was okay. that's right. he, he was, was okay. He was okay, but they they pushed him on the movie too much. Right. And that's when it kind of went sour. The second one was John claude and he was okay, too. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, he just... He wasn't a very good fit to go up against uh, Stallone. So, that part fell flat. And then the story wasn't awesome for him either. No, it was like they don't. It's but almost, Mel Gibson was like, "I'm fucking Oscar caliber. I'm gonna bring this shit." And I think this is the reason why there's no time to spend with the bad guys. He doesn't get to be this crazy, violent, crazy maniac, whatever, whatever his angle is. So the only reason Mel Gibson worked is the promos that he cut were so good. You're like, man, like you said, you are a good heel. You are a good bad guy. Now, Expendables beat that. Yeah, and they can't beat it on the mic, so they got to beat it in the ring. They got to go beat his ass yeah. because he's going to do sinister shit. And what helped is that the he had history. And you that, didn't have to explain anything history. about him. You're just like he's a war criminal. He sells fucking weapons. Whereas the rest of you were like, well, he's foremost to the IA. He's taken over the country. We don't like that. Blah 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 blah. You know, I don't even remember John Claude's angle. I don't remember. I, I just remember he, he just... wore the cool jacket and the sweet shades. <laughs> yeah, that's all I remember. And he fucking killed the kid. And he, yeah. Oh, yeah. He killed the I was like, fucking... He killed Thor's brother. Yay. Because he sucked a lot. I thought that a was the lot. guy from Arrow. No. That's not? 
No. Oh. The arrow guy is doing arrow. That's it. Hey, man. You're just yelling at me like you're his PR guy. <laughs> no interviews. No autographs. He's just doing arrow. <laughs> Fucking Steven Ashmel. Whatever. I don't know my client's name. Fuck these guys. <laughs> Ashmel? Is that what he called it? <laughs> yeah. What a great name. Well, I intentionally said it wrong. Mr. Ashmel. Mr. Ashmel. It's uh, yeah, close enough. <laughs> it's Hollywood. <laughs> and I'm loving it. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. Unfortunately, it ends up being a pretty average movie because I think it, it because it's not an R movie. Honestly, I just it's think... an R. It's a movie that wants to be an R movie and can't. It's like uh, when the fuck uh, Die Hard series went soft. Oh, jeez, Louise! Like when that series went soft, and you're just like the whole time this movie is just screaming to be an R, right. and it just suffers because of it. Well, that's pretty much it. I mean, you can come for Mel Gibson and then just leave for Mel Gibson. Yeah. Um, like I said, there's no action that blows me out of the water. There's no real quick. There's a couple of chuckles. There's nothing. I would have, I mean, get rid of the expended kids and you might have had some more time to do another action scene. Um, I think you're right. I think it not being an R really hurts it. And it's just too bad because this could be, this has the potential to be a real fun series, but it can never really just get there yeah it always just seems to like putter out somehow i'm not really sure what it is Yeah, if it succeeds in action it fails in story yeah there's something like and just that whole like i said the awkwardness of how it ends yeah where everyone has to sit here and be cheeky and funny and stuff and it's like i don't need that i don't laugh at that shit you know uh stray ham and fucking snipes when they're throwing the knives i didn't need that doesn't make me laugh i don't care like oh these guys again yeah I think these this movie has its identity, but it struggles to keep it. It's supposed to be old action stars beating ass, and somewhere along the line, they lose that. Because they realize that they're the new action franchise, so they want to try to build the new action generation. Which is fine. All right, Dustin. So there's an Expendables 4, maybe. Who do you want to see in it? Pick one guy. Who do you think could fit the role? Who do you think can... I don't... I You, you know, honestly, I in? don't think they'll do an Expendables 4. And uh, hypothetically. I, I don't know. I, are you talking like new or old? Uh, whatever you want. Okay, how about an old guy for a, an old dude for you know, the bad guy? You know, I say guy? you throw in a WWE guy. Get out of my head. I was going to say you throw in The Rock. The Rock? Nah, I don't know. I think he's too big. I, I'm thinking like someone else from WWE. Just anyone. Even just Stone Cold. Oh, yeah. wait, no. He, he was in, he the, in first the first one. one though? Yeah, yeah, he was the, one of the bad guys. Yeah, he was one of the bad guys. Well, I don't know. I'm thinking The Rock, because he would actually bring a whole lot of personality into this. He's going to demand a lot of screen time. I don't though. care, man. This is my hypothetical number four. I got the budget for it. You throw in The Rock, he gets to bump shoulders with a whole bunch of cool guys. You keep maybe, maybe get Ronda, well, you throw in another chick. And then, because you don't want to go too crazy, because I want to do The Expendables Women. Well, you just do the Expendable Kids again. But yeah, you no, move Ronda the, all over the Expendable Kids the sucked a fat dick. I didn't like any of them. or whatever. Yeah, you do that, and then I get a... Uh, Speakman. Jeff Speakman is the bad guy. He just slap fights the fuck out of everybody. Look him up on YouTube, guys. He's a fucking beast. <laughs> and they're going to look him up and be like, this guy sucks, dude. This guy sucks. They were like, gotcha. Whoosh. <laughs> yeah, then you got to get uh, Sigourney Weaver or something. Linda Hamilton, Katie Stackoff. I could. About those. Yeah. Nah, don't get Katie in that. It'll dude, kill her to. career. She's badass. Nah, she can. She's I mean, she's already trying with Riddick, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's just she's a bad bitch. I put her in there, and then yeah. that'd be real easy to do. But you have to let me write that. Don't don't let Sly write it. 
Okay, me is like Hanko, right? I guess. I go first, though. No. Uh, I will say that my only problem with Rhonda's character is that she kept being like, men. Real man hater. Everyone hit on her. They right. all took a turn. It was like. No, really. Uh, Antonio Banderas did. And he was like, the whole fight, I was thinking no. about you. Yes, that's him hitting on her. I don't know. He seemed kind of real, just lovable no, goof. No. He seemed real Michelangelo from TMNT. <laughs> okay. Him, even if you let him be the one exception, there's still a cast of like nine guys. Well, that's what happens when you put a girl in the fucking dick party, dude. Everyone's like, yeah, a girl. Dick party, dick party, <laughs> dick party. Ah, oh, girl. Whoa. Everyone comment on the fact that she Let's has a Let's try vagina. to rub our dicks on her, guys. <laughs> She's like, I will fucking armbar all of you. <laughs> I will armbar your dicks. And I will break the like fucking I did to that thing. Beckham guy. Armbarred his dick right off. Kevin, Kevin's just like, it was worth it. No regrets. No regrets. No surrender. I fucking framed it. Wait, no regrets, no surrender. Let's make that a movie. That was already a movie, dude. There's no retreat, no surrender. Fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dustin, that's Expendables 3. What is your rating for the third installment of the Expendable series, uh, I'm gonna give it. Uh... All right, Justin, that was Expendables three, the third in the Expendables franchise. Hopefully, we'll see a fourth. But that's neither here nor there. What did you think about the movie? I'm gonna give it two out of five. Harrison Ford trying to pass off boxers as swim trunks. <laughs> <laughs> it just. <laughs> well, I'm going to give it four out of five. They'll give some promos because they're really the only reason to watch this, even on a good day. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, up next, we have Sin City. Yeah, we're going to probably see Sin City and, uh, yeah. and maybe give this a break for a while. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if you guys like this, just, uh, I don't know, leave a comment, tweet at us, whatever. I mean, do whatever you want, but uh, acknowledge it somehow. Our sake silent. I guess your downloads will. That's fine, too. I guess. Tell us. The thing. The like. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. See you later. Thought to be murdered, our heroes, Kevin and Dustin, have actually been displaced throughout time. Welcome to Russia, 1964. Hello, comrade. I'll take four fingers of vodka. Here you go. Another. Slow down, buddy. Taxis don't run in this type of snow. It's a celebration. I have finally found long lost comrade. Congrats then, comrade. It is you! Okay, but are you sure? Do you not remember our times fighting the robot armies of Ultra Mother One? The men we killed together. Yo, back off, buddy. I thought we were killing robots, now it's people? Ah, comrade dickhead, you know what I mean. We were brothers in arms, and now I have found you again. What are you, the KGB? I do not do that anymore. I still have five bullets floating around in my lap. No, I'm not KGB. Sounds like you weren't good KGB either, though. All right there, buddy. It's time for you to go. Hey, sailor. You, let me keep your Kremlin warm in my leathery beef curtains. Oh, thank you. Miss? You know you're lying. Oh, you sloppy whore. You've had beef the whole time and you know share? Go! Shoot! Shoot! Do the words, die, motherfucker. Die, die motherfucker. motherfucker. Mean anything to you? OMG, I remember it all. The robots, the other robots, the sultry chippity, and his bassy voice, and his ever so ripped abs. Oh, yeah, no, that's good that you remember chippity, but what else? I remember we. 
We were killed. Yes, we were. Wait, what is happening? Now that I found you, we leave. What? We're going to be pulled through time. <laughs> Wait, that sounds like a terrible Batman storyline. I was thinking more like Tenchi Muyo. What is this Tenchi Mayo? See you on the other side, comrade! What is a Tenchi Mayo?